The eastern cougar, locally known as a mountain lion or painter, went extinct decades back. Some western cougars had shown up since, a distinct subspecies, if them in the know could be believed. But they were shy critters. Hardly nobody ever spotted one. And when they did, it was the common tan furden they seen, not the rare black painter, like the one me and David stumbled upon. For as I knowed, the so-called melanin painters was considered to be a product of folklore. Nobody'd ever done more'n spot them out of the corner of their eye, or what not, let alone examine one up close. First time for everything. I knelt beside thisn and eyed the carcass. No bullet wounds, no claw marks, not on the upside, no how. The fur was unruffled and gleamed blue-black under the sunlight streaming through the autumn-touched trees. I poked gently at one massive paw with a gloved finger. It was stiff, ungiven. First frost hadn't hit yet. The nights was cool, but not yet cold. Probably hadn't died of exposure, lest it had got disoriented and lost its way. How could a creature of the deep wood do that, though, especially one as fit and young as this one seemed to be? David's feet scuffed across sparse gravel through fallen leaves. He knelt beside me, pulled off a glove, and run a bare palm across the painter's fur. Still warm. I sat back on my haunches. Rigor mortis had set in, yet the body was still warm. The hairs on the back of my neck tingled, and my shoulders hunched under the armored mesh jacket David forced on me before we set off. I weren't no mortician, but even I knowed that weren't right. I snagged his elbow and tugged. Don't touch it no more, you hear? David withdrew his hand and rested it on his jean-clad thigh. Foul play? I don't know, but I knowed who might. Riley worked with George's Department of Natural Resources. Patterson Gap Road cut through National Forest, outside of Riley's jurisdiction, but he probably played nice with the forest rangers and had contact numbers and whatnot for them. I fished my cell phone out of my jacket pocket and waggled it at David. Give me a minute. David tilted his head toward me and smirked. Tell Ranger Rick I said hello. I snorted out a laugh, then stood and paced away from him. Riley liked David well enough, except when I was around. For some reason, he had this notion planted in his head that David wanted me, which was plumb crazy. David was gay. I was a woman. He was a big flirt, sure but that was all there was to it. Just to be on the safe side, I put another dozen feet between me and David, then punched the preset call button for Riley. Five rings later, an automated message played, and I was dumped into his cell phone's voicemail. Weren't a huge surprise. It was Sunday morning. Riley'd be in church with his mama, just like he was every Sunday morning. He tried talking me into it, but I parted ways with the Christ child when my boy Henry died. God rest him. And ain't found my way back since. I outlined what we found. Hesitated a bit. Me and Riley been dating nigh on a month now, and it was still a mite awkward, for my part anyhow. I glanced over my shoulder. David had his back to me, so I made a soft kissy noise into the phone and hung up with my cheeks flaming hot. This dating thing was tough going sometimes. I shoved my phone into my back jeans pocket as I shambled over to David, 
still crouched beside the fallen painter, left a message for him. David glanced up at me, his eyes squinted against the sun hanging in a pure azure sky. Should we move her out of the road? I shook my head reflexively, paused. Not a lot of traffic out here, what with the road being so bad and all. But if a jeep or truck topped the hill near dusk, the driver might miss the painter. It was big enough to cause a vehicle to flip or otherwise do real damage. I sighed. Yeah, we better. I got the front paws. David nodded and stood, and I bent over. On the way down, the painter's eyes permanently open in death caught my gaze, and I stopped in mid-stoop. Human eyes stared back at me.